Yo, what's going on, everybody? Uh, this is the J&J. We got another weekly episode. Kind of pumped. Week dose. Week number two. Good, great, good football. Good football we had this past week. I think it was better than week one. How you doing, my guy? Well, yeah, this, this week was a little bit better. Some weird-ass games in there, but yeah, for the most part, it's pretty good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was, it was a fun watch. Uh, some good competition uh, from the morning games up until the late Sunday night game. And, you know, we'll get it. We'll start get... there. But, no, no, no. We got to start, start right there. You want to start yeah, Sunday night? Ravens, Ravens, Chiefs. Oh. All I right, mean... let's start that then. All right, cool, 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 cool. What, what, what you got? What's your reaction, man? This is not surprising. I I, I put money on the on the Ravens here and, you know, they, they give me some money. So. Well, my, my whole thing was – I didn't think with all the injuries the Ravens have, especially on defense and the secondary, and they even lost some guys in game. Uh, Deshaun Elliott. Um, I I thought that wasn't going to be enough, but hey, they figured out how to. You know, they doubled Tyreek, and they said, "Hey, beat us with the other guys." For the most part, the other guys were beating them, but the only thing, the only bad thing was for the Chiefs is their defense is their defense, and I think they they worried about the wrong thing in the off season. You know, they focus, they focus on the offensive line, which I get. But if you really think about it, last year, the offensive line wasn't really an issue until the Super Bowl. The issue they always have is their defense. The, especially the interior, all they have is Chris Jones. Their, their front four, all they have is Chris Jones. Frank Clark has a good game every, you know, two or three weeks he has a good game. And, you know, that's going to be the, the Chiefs. That, that's always been their issue, their run defense and, you know, Especially these past two weeks, they played the Browns, they played the Ravens, the two best run teams in the league. So, I mean, we'll see if that, you know, they figure some stuff out. But, I, I mean, to say you're not you're not surprised, I am. Because the way Lamar looked last week, you know, he, he does what he does running. But throwing, I feel like he's getting more and more exposed. And, you know, all, all teams do is throw zone at him. So, you know, you got to – basically say, hey, you can run the ball all you want, but you're not throwing it because, you know. But, hey, he, he figured it out. He finally got past his kryptonite, and that was a good game. You know, I'm a little bit surprised, but at the same time, I, I see how they came back. That run game of the Ravens, bro, 192 last week in Las Vegas, and then they, what did they get, like 220 last night? I mean, jeez. I'm glad we don't play the Ravens this year because, yeah, our, our run defense isn't looking too good either, but. Yeah, it was a good game. And the fact that they went to Edward Solaire at the end of the game to, to, for him to fumble, that, I was like, come on, bro. Like, you've been passing the ball all over the field and you decide to run the ball. So, I don't know. They could have got something with Nicole, DeMarcus. I don't know. They could have got something, but. I don't know. I just. No, the, the reason that I'm not surprised is just it's Baltimore's. Baltimore's first home game of the season. You're in prime time against the the AFC champs. I know they were going to come in with motivation no matter who was out on the field today. Um, barring Lamar Jackson injury, I really did see this team be, compete and, you know, kind of, you know, bounce back from, from what was a tough game um, and stuff like that. But, yeah, this is, this is, a, this is a good game um, to watch. This was probably the best game on Sunday, to be quite honest. Yeah. 35-36, I believe the score was. Um, yeah, but man, Lamar Lamar played his heart out, man. This is the MVP Lamar from two years ago. Um, this is what we kind of need from him, really, for Baltimore to to be a competitive team here, um, and and actually compete for the Super Bowl. So 
Props to Lamar. Um, I, I will agree with you, though. He does have his flaws. I know he had over 200 passing this game, but, I mean, I think this is kind of more of, of the Chiefs kind of yeah. kind of allowing this to happen a little bit by with their mistakes and all. But just throw some donut zone at Lamar, and I think Lamar is going to be exposed big time. I don't like his passing. I don't like his throws whatsoever. Every time he throws the ball, I'm a little nervous that it's going to get picked <laughs> off, which it did the first the, – the, yeah, that first drive we threw a pick six. I'm like, wow. Okay, like, we're starting that, off there. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, geez. And it was to, um, wasn't it to Tyron, Tyron Matthew? First yeah, back from he threw COVID. both. Yeah, he threw both of them to him. And, you know, that first pick six, that looked terrible. I don't know what he was looking at. But, I mean, hey, props to him for overcoming it because those, those two fumbles last week, you could tell, you know, they, he couldn't really get out of his head with that shit. And then, you know, with this, I, it was early. They persevered and they got through it, but man, they they wanted to fucking find the hardest way to win that game. Cause jeez, hey, they got, they got it. So I'm a little nervous about the Chiefs' defense. Like these guys, really. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. The the offense look look great like usual, you know. But this defense sometimes kind of loses them games. It loses them football yeah. games when you when you when you force your offense to to play in these shootouts. Yeah, that's, that's what great football really. That's why I was telling you, like, they, I feel like I understand you want to protect Mahomes, but their O line really wasn't an issue until the Super Bowl. Like, that defense always struggles, whether it's early or late. I mean, they could have gone to the Super Bowl in 2018, but they lost to the Patriots there because of their defense. Like, their defense is always their weak spot. And I don't understand why they don't address it. Like, they re signed Chris Jones, but besides that, they really haven't added pieces to their defense to where you can say, Okay, we're good. We're, we're comfortable with this unit going into the season. I don't think they've had that. So, yeah, this, it's a very con- so it's just something to really think about with the Chiefs. I think they're also yeah. some AFC favorites, but you said it's it's more just the offense being so powerful and being the best in the league that you could kind of discredit the defense or not really pay attention to them much because they keep winning football games. But this could be an issue heading heading into deeper into the season. The AFC West, man, it's looking good. It's looking good. I mean, Broncos 2-0, Raiders 2-0. Chargers should be 2-0 right now, too. But, obviously, they had their, their little spill that we'll talk about. But, I mean, yeah. overall, this was the best game of the night, like we have said. Um, the Ravens, they come out victorious. Shout out to Lamar um, and the running backs out there who, who really haven't had much practice under their hands. So, um, Hollywood Brown with the with the come out game, man. He got a lot of targets, I've noticed. So, that's going to be Lamar's yeah. number one guy when – but again, I, I feel like that's more on the defense, not being able to cover them because they play Denver in two weeks. I feel like Hollywood's going to get shut down that game. Like yeah. their defense is, yeah, it just depends who they're playing that week. I mean, they're going to smack Detroit. They're going to run all over that team. Mm-hmm. So 100%. I don't know. The, that These wins coming up for the Ravens might be a little deceiving, but that one for sure last night, I mean, they, they had no business winning that game and they came out of it. So, you know, props to them. Uh, so, all right, moving on real quick. I mean, I'm not going to really talk much about them, these guys. This is my Dirty Birds obviously got, you know, railed Jeez. by the Super Bowl champions, as expected. I didn't think much was going to happen there. I actually was surprised. Yeah, we but, uh, but, yeah, to, if you think about it, again, the Bucks defense, they're looking a little, you know, they got some holes in that defense now. I, yeah, I mean, I they let that. the Cowboys come back last week. They almost lost that game. They had let you guys come back. You got you guys were losing, I think, what was it, 28 to 10 at one point, and then yes, you guys made yes. it 28-25. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, those two pick sixes, I mean, that 
you know, I, I can't really blame Matt Ryan for the second one. It just got tipped, and that's what happened. The first one, eh, maybe try to force something, it got tipped as well. But, you know, to me, the your defense is the only thing holding you guys back. You could have beat them, you know, just those two big fluke pick sixes happened in those games, so. Yeah, but I mean, I mean it's, it's just disappointing, man. I'm I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt, but like, no, go ahead. Dante Fowler, man, this guy, I just annoys the hell out of me. I don't know what's up with got a strip sacks. I mean, yeah, but that was really the only play he had on on, yeah. on Bucks this. I mean, he just I don't know why I forgot he was on the team after that strip sack. I really didn't know he was out there. I thought he was hurt or something, but it turns out he was just playing and, and I mean the every play. The Bucks have a good old line, so I mean, I, I'm not really putting too much on that. I mean, you knew you were, they were going to throw the ball. But I've heard this a few times, and, I, I mean, I, I thought that the first week with the Cowboys and the Bucks, to me it seems like they're trying to get their quarterbacks like MVPs or, you know, whatever the case may be because why are the Bucks throwing on the one-yard line almost every time? I'm just like, what, like you guys don't trust Fournette or are we just trying to break records this year? Because I don't know. It's weird. The fact that Mike Evans got those two touchdowns at the goal line, I'm like, what is going on? I thought Fournette for sure would have got those. And I don't know. I feel like they're they're uh, padding Brady's numbers this year. I feel like he wants to break his records that he had with New England in 2007. So, I mean, hey, an extra game, he might be able to do it. You know, he has to break, what, 55 touchdowns, and they might go undefeated, maybe. Like I no, said, their schedule is pretty easy. Their schedule is pretty easy, but after these next three weeks, so they could. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they could. They could. I mean, no I mean they're, that, beating, they're not beating the Rams this Sunday. Can't tell you that right now. No way. Maybe. No way. But yeah, I mean, just quickly recap this. This game was horrible to watch for me, especially on my end. Yeah. I really do think, and I'm gonna keep saying it until we win the game. We're we're gonna be the number one pick of this draft. It's sadly to say, but I can definitely see. No way. You guys you guys are not worse than the Jets. And you guys are not worse than Jacksonville. Like, no. Nah, you guys are going to win games. I don't know. I really just don't know, man. It would be smart. It, it would be smart for you guys. Yeah, it would be smart for you guys to tank. But that, this is this football. This ain't basketball. Like, they're not going to tank. So, no, nah, you guys aren't going to go – you guys aren't going to be the first uh, pick in the draft. There's no way. There's way worse teams in the league than you guys. I mean, speaking of the Jets, man, they looked horrible. You're right, Zach Wilson. I'm, I dropped them last minute before uh, the football game started for Justin Fields and fantasy. So, kind of glad I did, man. This, I mean, the Patriots defense looked like how what they what I expected from them to be this season. Yeah, uh, it was great to see that. It was kind of relieving. Uh, but talk about your Patriots, man, real quick. How did that go? I didn't see much of the game. It was sloppy, to say the least. It was just a sloppy game. They didn't really move the ball like they should have. They should have beat them by 30, and they only beat them by 19. I mean, that, that's the way the game looked to me. The offense was looking slow. I mean, the Jets, honestly, they have a sneaky defense as well, like just the way they were stopping the run. I thought uh, Harris was going to run all over them. Besides that one touchdown where he went beast mode, I mean, you know, they really couldn't They, they really couldn't run the ball like they they did last week. So, I mean, the Jets, I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. Their offensive line is banged up. Becton is out. They don't really have a second receiver, so Corey Davis got shut out. I mean, they have Barrios on the other side, and if he's your number two, that that's alarming because he he was a practice squad player for the Patriots, and that's why they got rid of him. So, I mean, they're not setting up Wilson for success. It's unfortunate. I I I had him as my offensive rookie of the year. We both talked about it. We both thought so. 
It's going to be tough. It, it's the same situation with uh, Justin Fields in Chicago. They really, you know, besides the the weapons that he has, kind of, you know, besides Allen Robinson, I mean, he has no O-line. And, you know, they don't really have much talent around him. So it's going to be those two guys in the same situation. It's unfortunate. But, yeah, the Patriots should have easily won this game. I mean, they did. But for the most part, the offense should have rolled all over these guys, and they couldn't. So, I mean, who knows? It's going to be an interesting game next week. That's where I'm going to see how these Patriots are going to be the rest of the year. They play the Saints. And uh, you know how good that defense is. That's your rival. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. But, yeah, this game game should have been 40-6, to not 25-6. But go ahead. I get it. I get it. I mean, the Patriots had a lot of more opportunities to to rack up the points on the Jets. But I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I do – I like – despite the talent not being there, I do like the defense that the Jets are playing. I I really do think Robert Salah is making a difference in the culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're playing hard, man. It's it's really not turning into results right now, which is unfortunate. But this team is playing hard on defense, and I love to see it. This is why I think they're better than the Falcons right now. Because the Falcons are losing games, but I just don't see any – any uh, moments where I feel like, okay, this team has really good potential. This he's playing with a lot of energy. They're not, they're really not. They're playing and they're going out there playing football like they usually do, but they're not playing with the passion like the Jets are on defense or like the Buccaneers or any of these other great teams in this league. This is why I kind of wanted to separate the Jets from the Falcons because right now the Jets and the Falcons are both losing games, but the Jets <clears throat> are playing with better energy. That's what I would say about that game. But that that's the, that's the reason why I, I think the Jets are worse than you guys. Like, the, the talent around Wilson is just – it's it's unbearable. I mean, Matt Ryan's O-line is no better. I mean, he looked terrible last week because the, the Eagles were feasting on him on, all day. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you got you guys have some winnable games coming up. That's why I feel like you guys aren't going to – you you play the Jets and the Jaguars this year. I mean, you guys got the Giants next week. I don't know. I, I feel like you guys will be, like, top five again for sure. But, number one, I don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, props to the Patriots though for at least taking care of business on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. And I mean, the defense wins chips, and you know, I have them in fantasy, and I'm very proud of what their performance was on defense. We'll see how they pick it up next week against the Jameis Winston-led Saints. Yeah, Speaking of just, the Saints, let's though, go there. Yeah. They got that was railed, dude. I did not see this. Guy. I, I kind of saw the Panthers maybe winning this game, but I didn't think they were gonna win as completely as they did. Yeah, this defense, uh, it, sh- it shocked me a bit. I know their defense has a lot of young pieces. Uh, to me, I thought they would take a little more time to mesh, but they just went they went crazy against the Saints. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, same old Jameis. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. Like, that, they couldn't run the ball for whatever. They kind of give up, which is uh, it's the theme of the year, I guess. You know, teams just giving up on the run way too early. Camaro only had five yards, but. I mean, yeah, that that Carolina team's looking a lot more promising than you and I both thought. So, yeah, this you know, team's we'll looking see. good. This team's looking real good. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe who knows? They could get a wild card spot. No way they're winning the division, but no, they could probably yeah, maybe. sneak in a spot. Wild card spot. I'm really impressed by this team. This is kind of the yeah. surprise team for me this year. I mean, they I knew they were going to beat the Jets week one. I mean, that's kind of yeah, you know, secondhand. But right there, this first this this impressive home game against New Orleans. Um, I, I, I liked it. I mean, credit Joe Brady. That dude, that dude's just, you know, yeah. balancing his attack with, with running and passing the ball and with McCaffrey in the backfield. So when you have a weapon like that, it's always nice to see coaches utilize their best player on their team and, and McCaffrey's and just yeah, they, like usual. They're going to go three and no two. They play Houston this Thursday. So 
You know, that's a trap that's game, a, in my opinion. I feel like that's a trap game. I, I kind of no, they they have they're throwing Davis Mills in as starter. <laughs> I mean, Tyrod's hurt. If Tyrod yeah, plays, a, you know, he's not. He's out for four weeks. He's out is for he really, four weeks. Has that been official? Yeah, yeah they they already ruled him out for four weeks. So Davis Mills is a starter for now, and that's why I feel like they're gonna just destroy him. It's a, he's a rookie quarterback. He's throwing him to the wolves. I don't think. To me, Davis Mills was supposed to sit behind Tyrod or Deshaun for like two years before he even saw the field. And, you know, Tyrod got hurt, unfortunately. I feel for him. But, uh, yeah, Carolina's going to win that game easy. Yeah, I mean, this is this is more on the on the Panthers' credibility than the Saints' faulty here. So, I mean, the Saints, yeah. like you said, that game against New Orleans, England next week, very interesting. I uh, kind of want to see, even if, if, if both teams play great and one obviously has to lose, um, I w- I'm gonna be impressed, but I'm, I want to see how these two play out. This is really gonna tell what how their seasons are gonna go. So that that's a good game to keep an eye on, folks. For anybody, that is yeah. the NFL Sunday ticket game of the week, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, for everybody out there listening, um, let's go. No I mean, way, it's the Rams Bucks, bro. What do you mean? Well, I mean that's NFL's Fox. That's Fox's game of the week, I believe. But I'm talking talking game that nobody really really see unless you have the ticket. Okay. That is one that you should probably keep an eye on. Yeah. Moving on though, uh, let's 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 stick to the to the early game here. Rams Colts. Um, that was a weird game. I didn't I didn't really, I couldn't really catch all so? of it, but no, just because you know Wentz spraining both of his ankles, uh, the Rams basically gave the op- the Colts an opportunity to win that game, and they almost blew it. They ended up coming out with the win because Eason was in, but. I feel like if Wentz was in there, honestly, could have lost that game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, you know, Ramsey's there for a reason. He got that pick to seal it, and that was basically it. But, I mean, Cup is looking like, you know, the second coming of, you know, so, so I heard Jerry Rice. I've heard, you know. Oh, good Hopkins Lord. You. Yeah, I've like heard you a say, bunch of stuff. Stop but, it. Stop yes. it. Cup is good, but, I mean, I just feel like it's the talent that's making him look that that good. I mean, they haven't played really good defenses in my opinion. The Colts are really disappointing on defense this year and, you know, uh, I don't know. That's It's just, it's weird. The, the fact that uh, Wentz sprained, spraining both of his ankles, it's like, come on, bro. Like, how much bad luck can this dude have? Yeah. Ever since that MVP caliber year, it's just gone down the two for him. And, you know, the Rams, we'll see what they do against the Bucks next week. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is I couldn't, like I said, I didn't watch all the all the game, but the the parts I caught, I was like, "What the hell is this game, bro?" <laughs> the, the, the Rams are are very very tough. I I yeah. I know you knocked it on the on division preview. This team can win the Super Bowl, and I agree with you. And I'm I'm yeah. still backing you up on that because Aaron Donald's yeah. a fucking beast, dude. He he made Quentin Nelson. He made Quentin Nelson like look like one of the worst linemen in the league, and he's one of the best linemen in the league. So. Yeah. He is just torching it up, dude. Left and right. Jalen Ramsey is having a year as well. Um, yeah. He had a pick this game. Um, has played great coverage. I kind of want to see the stats on how how he's how his success is throwing the ball his way this season. Because I can guarantee you, his he no one's able to succeed when Jalen Ramsey is guarding them this season. So, I mean, yeah. I know we talked about the role players in this in the preview, um, and we expect these two superstars on defense to step up and, and do their thing and. And quite frankly, right now, them two, them two alone are literally winning them football games because this defense is doing their part. I know they played, uh, you know, the Colts backups when Wentz went down, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But 
they're still winning games and they're doing their part mm-hmm. and they're doing their thing. Stafford, man, I love I love the Stafford Cooper Cup connection. I wish I had Stafford. I was trying to get him in some of my leagues. I do get I do have Cooper Cup and he's paying off right now. I'm really good. So shout out to the duo <laughs> there. It's it's just I, I Stafford historically speaking, Stafford loves throwing to one guy a lot in his offense. It used to be Megatron. And then I believe it was Galladay or Marvin Jones, one of the two in Detroit after that. Um, and now that he's came to L.A., I was I was expecting it to be Robert Woods, but it's kind of re- nice to see that it's Cooper Cup being his main guy. Um, you know, you know those memes where they're like, fuck it, Cooper Cup's down there somewhere. That's what Stafford is yeah. doing with Cooper Cup. But nice to see. I mean, I didn't see much of the game either. Uh, but the Colts are 0-2, man. This is kind of something bad. This is something Colts fans should really worry about mm-hmm. because – uh, for you to go 0-2 against the NFC West, I know the NFC West is really good, but those are two teams. You, those are playoff caliber teams. If you can't beat those teams, what makes you think you're going to compete in the playoffs if you make it? So this is kind of something to be really worried about, in my opinion. Well, I mean, you got to think. They have four wins that they could get with the Jags and Colts. And the Titans, to me, I mean, yeah, they won yesterday, but, I mean, they didn't look really good in the first half. And, you know, I understand – like Tannehill to me looked flat, and Julio got robbed of a touchdown. He looked good, but he always he always tortures Seattle. Like no matter what team he's on, he's always killed Seattle. And you know Henry, I feel like that was more in Seattle just not being able to tackle him. Because I mean, look what happened with Arizona last week. You get a good defense that knows how to tackle and you know shut down the run. You can't really do much. So I mean. I don't know. I mean, it's bad to go into, obviously, but we'll see with the Colts. I mean, they're in that weird-ass AFC South like we talked about, and, you know, we'll see what happens with them. But uh, Yeah, I mean, going already back to this Titans-Seahawks game, kind of shifting our yeah. focus there, I do want to say the Titans won this game because they stuck to their game plan of feeding Derrick Henry the damn ball. Yeah. He had over 30 carries. The dude's a beast. If nobody's, if if you see the opposing team is not finding an answer to stop him or at least slow him down, you keep feeding him. And I love yeah. that the Titans are really sticking to that scheme this game. They earned this win by all means in all phases. They played really great football the second half. I know they struggled the first half, but yeah. they responded very well. You could go very one-dimensional being behind that much. And, you know, credit to Mike Vogel and the whole coaching staff for sticking to the game plan. You know, being mm-hmm. patient and, and relying on Henry, your superstar of this team, to really win you that football game. So, shout out to them for that. The Seahawks, though, on the other hand, man, God, Lord, this is why Russell Wilson wants to leave because of games like these. He has no – really no time to throw a football. He, he – I just feel like he feels rushed. I mean, this might be since he started in the NFL, which poor him for that. I feel like he's always on his toes. Like, even if he has great protection in one play, I feel like he's always sensing that someone might be close to him to sack him and – yeah, man, yeah. This, this is why I think he, he wants to leave because of stuff like that. I mean, they, they almost lost on the goddamn safety. They, it was almost a walk-off safety. I don't know if that's ever happened in the league before. But a it walk-off has, but, safety. I mean, that, that should have been. It wasn't on the one. It was like, not when they whatsoever. Got, it was, was not. It was not on the one. Like, that should have been a walk-off safety. Yeah, this, but, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Hey, this is Seattle every year. This is why we both said they're in the middle of the road. There's going to be like eight, nine wins at most, like maybe ten, but. You know, this is Seattle every year. They they just don't pull through in these games, like you said. And, you know, I, 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 I would not be surprised if Wilson's, you know, on the Raiders next year, whoever. Maybe Carr keeps his job after what he's doing in his first two weeks. But, you know, if he's on a different team next year, don't be surprised. Like you said, 
he's always on his toes, and I feel like that's a lot of these quarterbacks nowadays. Like, like there's a style where Mahomes even does that shit sometimes. He has a clean pocket, and he'll just scramble out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like Russell's just used to doing that, but, like, like you said, I feel like he's just, like, paranoid because he's always running away from everybody that's rushing him. And, you know, the Rams are going to be feasting on the Seahawks when they play them, you know, whenever that week is. But, you know, like always, I, I don't know. The Seahawks disappoint me. I'm not surprised they lost this game. They were up, they were up like, what, 15 points, and I still didn't feel like they had a commanding lead. I'm like, come on. Like, yeah, the, the way Derrick Henry was looking, when I would catch some highlights here and there, the, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to lose this game. And when it was – 23 or what was it yeah 23 23 i'm like oh they're losing this game and they did they almost they should have lost like you said the safety they should have lost sooner they didn't but i mean we'll see like i said Pete carroll's out the door for me i I just don't feel like he does it for this team anymore maybe that'll keep russell wilson once uh, they get rid of carroll because like that first week they the offense looked good this week this week they looked kind of flat once it came down to crunch time so. Yeah, it just throws me off because, I mean, historically speaking, the Seahawks were the better team at home, no matter what their record yeah. was. Mm-hmm. You expect the Seattle to always put up a fight and win most of their football games in Seattle. Now it's kind of the opposite. They play really great on the road, but when they're at home, they kind of take advantage. They kind of sleep on these road teams when they come visit, no matter how yeah. bad or good they are. And this is These are games Seattle needs to put away if they want to compete and win that division. Mm-hmm. They need to put away these home games where they're they're close to the end, um, down to the wire. Your, your crowd is fired up, you, you know making as loud a noise as they can and they still don't deliver. So this is could be this could be something uh of a situation where Seattle might blow it up in the offseason. I know we're kind of reacting a little too early into the season, but just based on what we have seen, especially this week, it's it's not looking good in Seattle, but we'll see. They might bounce back next week. So yeah, this this blow up that you're talking about is overdue. I mean they should have yeah. been try to overhaul this roster and this coaching staff, the nucleus they have, it just hasn't worked since uh, Super Bowl 49 since they went, even though they lost that. I mean, that was the last time this team was even relevant to contend for a Super Bowl. So, right. Um, right. I mean, they got Minnesota, they got San Fran, and they got L.A. the next couple of weeks. Two road games in L.A., the Rams at home on Thursday. So, yeah, it's going to be tough. Even though Minnesota, we can jump to that game right now. Yes, sir. Even though they lost, like, they, that was, that was more of the – you know, them choking that game because they had a commanding lead. They let Kyler Murray do his thing. I mean, you know, he's going to do what he do. He's going to do what he do. And, you know, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Minnesota should have won that game. They shouldn't have lost. I even texted you that when you were telling me Cardinals 2-0. Like, yeah, you know, no, no, I'm not trying to take anything away from them. They won those two games. They whooped the time. They stole that from them. You know, and then the, the Minnesota, they sneaked out of there. So, you know. They look good, though. Kyler Murray, yeah. It's, it's looking like he's healthy finally, so maybe this is his MVP year. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray is looking like a stud out there. I know he makes a few mistakes here and there, forcing yeah. the ball sometimes with these interceptions. Rondell but... Moore looks good. I, I, I like him. He, he's a <laughs> playmaker. Rookie? We said it. Yeah, we've said it. I mean, we said it in the, in the preview. Like, they got dudes, but, you know, it's just, you know, can, can Kyler Murray stay healthy? Rondell Moore, I said – can dudes that size play in the NFL? I mean, obviously they can. He's he's busting out a, a play every week. So, looking yeah. good so far. The, 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 Kyler's doing great. I mean, the whole offense is great. The defense yeah. kind of scared me a little bit last week. I, if you like Kirk freaking Cousins, 
score four touchdowns <laughs> on you. It's kind of ridiculous. In my yeah, opinion. Dalvin went off that game too. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. They they won this game. You sometimes like like we just refer to Seattle. You got to win these close games at home, and, yeah. and the Cardinals did did do that. And I know it's mostly the kicker's fault for the Minnesota. But they did win it. They're two and zero. Great start. Yeah. Um. So we'll see how they deliver in week three. But I'm liking this team. Kyler needs to kind of sh- slow down a little bit and not force some of these balls. I know they pay off most time, but he needs to kind of relax there a little bit. But um, overall, man, this team's looking great. This this is probably the one of the most explosive. They're giving me Chiefs esque type vibes with their offense. I don't know why. Maybe it is because mm. Kyler. They're kind of giving me that kind of vibe. They're looking AJ Green a lot too in the red zone. So I mean, for any that's why they brought him there. Yeah, so I'm saying. So any if any potential guys need to pick up somebody from fantasy, I would probably look into AJ Green because uh, he does get a lot of those red zone targets that Kyler loves to feed him through. So, um, but yeah, I mean the Vikings really got nobody to blame but themselves here. Um, they had yeah. a couple chances to win this game I, I, and, and they blew it. It's just like last week. They they shouldn't have lost to Cincinnati in the every which way. They wanted to let the Bengals come back and win, so you know this is just they they shouldn't be zero two. I feel like is the point. I feel like we're both trying to make. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they should have won either one of these games, but uh, you know the hey, if they don't beat Seattle, I feel like it's over for them. I feel like we're gonna like I said, hey, Callum Mond, we're probably gonna see him sooner rather than later. Yes, sir. I don't know. I just feel like Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Like I said, you know the kicker missed the kick, but. I just feel like you gotta you gotta win these games. You you were up, I think, thirteen at one point, and just let these guys come back. I, you have to close this game out, especially having Dalvin in the backfield. Like you can't give the ball back to Kyler Murray. You gotta figure it out, and they did it. And, you know they're zero and two, so we'll see what happens next week. But yeah, I mean the NFC West. We we said it. This is the most competitive division in the league, and you know you got three. Two and O teams, and obviously Seattle lost the game, but you know they're still right there. But you know, we'll see. I mean, the, we'll, since we're talking about the NFC West, what do you think of the 49ers barely squeaking by the Eagles? You know, that's the only game I did not see one clip of. Um, but I mean, I mean, they won. They, they won. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the Eagles really only had like one big play, and that was from uh, the receiver Watkins. I think he was the preseason standout this year for them. And, you know, he had, like, a catch or two there. But, yeah, they really couldn't do anything against his defense. And I, Lance looks like he's going to come in sooner rather than – like, they look yes. flat with Jimmy. Yes, I mean, do. man, my goodness. And then the fact that Hasty, Mitchell, and Sermon all got hurt that game, I mean, what is going, what is going on? on? Yeah, what is going on with the 49ers backfield and – the way they just can't keep players, I don't know what is going on. If this, if that's the training staff, the you know, I don't know what it is, the medical staff. Who knows? But the fact that all three got hurt, I don't know how serious their injuries are. But who are they gonna turn to now? Everybody's hurt. Le'Veon Bell off the Ravens practice squad. Like I'm not too sure what other options out there for them. Todd Gurley maybe, but yeah. Either way, I feel like Lance is gonna check in sooner rather than later and. I don't know what's going on with Ayuk. I mean, you know, he didn't he didn't play last week. I mean, he didn't get any targets last week, and he only got one catch this week. So, um, I mean, it's looking like Debo is going to be the number one moving forward in that team. So, I don't know, Kittle, Kittle. I mean, Kittle's looking a little flat too on offense. I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, they're winning games, so credit to them. But, it's the defense, really. It's yeah, also, it's just mostly it's, it's Bosa. 
Kinlaw. I mean, they, their secondary is pretty good for what it is. And, yeah, I like their linebackers, obviously. Greenlaw and Fred Warner. So, yeah, that's the defense really pulling it through for them. It's like I said last week, their defense really failed them. Against the Lions, they almost lost that game. But They kind of just took a um, break, though, in my opinion. They're, they're kind of yeah, like, that's true. all right, we got this game in the bag and really just let it Lions. All right, can we talk about the shocker of the day? Um, and this is my. This is mine. This is I. You probably won't think. I know you're probably like, oh, it's not shocking, whatever. But the Raiders beating the Steelers. I just feel like that was a Steelers game to win. Their defense, I felt like would have should have like feasted on Derek Carr. But hey, man, he found a way to win. The old school Gruden offense is pulling through this year. Rugs got a few touches and that long touchdown. I mean, what do you think about I mean, this win for you, for both teams? Uh, I'll start off with the Steelers real quick. I mean, they're kind of they they're weird, man. They they came out to Buffalo yeah. and, and and won that game. I was really impressed. Um, I was like, all right, the Steelers might have some juice in them, and then they just mm-hmm. fell off this week. I don't know why. Maybe they just kind of underestimated the Raiders there for a quick second, but. I don't know. They have problems. I can't figure out what it is. Like I told you, it's the there's a lot of veterans in this team, and I just feel like they're gonna the gas is gonna run out for them sooner rather than later. And yeah, Watt did it hurt too. So this could that, be an early sign. It could be an early sign of things to come for Pittsburgh. Um, kind of concerning that they allowed this. The Ra- I don't know when was the last time the Raiders won in Pittsburgh. To be quite honest with you, I gotta look yeah, that up. Every time mm-hmm. I see them play the Raiders in in Pittsburgh, historically, ever since I've watched football, I've never seen them beat them. This is the first time I was surprised. With that being said, though, I do like the Raiders' offense. This was kind of an impressive win. But I'm more impressed with this defense, kind of just slowing down yeah. Pittsburgh's offense, especially uh, with Najee out there or, you know, Claypool and Juju Smith. Juju Smith had a great game. But, I mean, this is kind of surprising. I don't know who they have on defense right now. That's really sticking out to me, but shout out to John Gruden and the coaches. Crosby, the, the Crosby, that the pass rush that they have. And they have I mean, uh, they got Abram. They got uh, Abram. Who's that dude? Carl Nassib. Yeah, Carl Nassib. I mean, they they got dudes, but it's like, when have these dudes ever pulled through for the Raiders? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like Crosby did have a good year last year, but um, you know, yeah, the defense is they're getting it done. I mean, their defense was supposed to be their weak point. They pull through at the end of the game. so Yeah, that's, that's going to be a huge difference if they want to succeed later in the season. Their defense needs to yeah. keep playing how they're playing now. But I do want to say one more thing, and this is kind of something – maybe it's just because I've been watching a lot of Raider games recently. The pun- the penalties need to cut down. They need to cut that real real soon. They need oh, to yeah. cut the penalties <laughs> off because they, they're really close to costing them some football games with these penalties that the offensive line are, are doing. This is ridiculous. I saw this – obviously week one we saw it. Uh, and yeah. I think it was an overtime when they were at the one-yard line and then, the, you know, the false star and, and the interception yeah. after. They did the same thing in, in this game. It wasn't maybe as impactful as in an overtime game, but they right before the Either half. Way. I, saw, I saw them right before the half marching down the field. They got in great field goal range. Obviously, a holding call puts them back, um, and then a false yeah. star, and then another false star, and that kind of got them out of field goal range, and, you know, Oakland – or not – not Oakland, excuse me, Las Vegas didn't get any points before half because of it. And John Gruner was mm-hmm. livid in the sidelines. And it's true. When you put yourself in position to get points and these penalties fuck you over, it's just ridiculous. And the Raiders kind of need to shut that down. I think John Gruner is going to try yep. to take care of that problem sooner. But the offensive line, as good as they have been, they need to be careful and, and really watch themselves and be more disciplined because, I mean, that might cost them some games if they don't clean that shit up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, the the Steelers, 
I didn't expect too much of them. I know you expected a lot more than I did, but you know, hey, the the vets that they have, they're looking like they're gonna slow down, you know, a lot sooner than we thought. But yeah, it was a good win by the Raiders either way. A uh, couple more games we could run through these real quick. Oh, we didn't even get to the Giants and the football team. Giants throw basically choking that game as well. I mean, oh come God, on, they off, really did. offsides at a, on a field goal, and he missed it, and then they got another chance to go. I was like, oh, my goodness. Typical Giants just fucking shit up. They're 0-2 now. They got yeah. they got your dirty birds at home. I feel like they're going to lose that game as well. So. I don't know. I really don't know. I think this is a trap game for, for Atlanta. What? What? I, think, I really do think the Falcons are going to go into New York thinking they have this game a lot because the Giants are 0-2, and then the Giants are going to come with way more energy. This is what I feel like is going to happen. We'll, we'll review it next week when we, when we see it happen. But going yeah. back to the Giants, I mean – Peyton Manning said it most, uh, said it a lot. I, I kind of stuck to me this tonight when we were watching Monday Night Football. He did say, or not Peyton, excuse me, Eli. He was like, "You can if you're going to ice a kicker, call the timeout before he even has the opportunity to kick that first field goal because you're giving him essentially an extra shot. You, you're giving, literally giving him a practice shot before he actually kicks it. Yeah. In reference to New York and Washington, if if you're going to pull some stupid shit like that, call, you know, drop off sides or, or call a timeout, you know, do not let the kicker get a second chance at kicking his ball. I know if, if you're trying to ice him, ice him without – make him think about it more than actually littering in practice. And, you know, New York kind of fucked themselves over there. Well, that was more on Dexter Lawrence. He just I, jumped off sides literally for no reason. I don't I don't, I don't understand what happened at, in that. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I really can't blame the Giants for not calling a timeout or anything. That was just more on Dexter Lawrence jumping off for whatever reason. Thinking just, that he could have blocked it. I mean, he was just way early, way earlier than oh, everybody else. So. Are we not going to talk about Slayton dropping that ball in the end zone too? Though? Oh, there yeah, for sure. But can, can we say – can I just say that Washington's defense does not look good this year. I am I very I am very disappointed because I have – The fact that – yeah, the fact that the Giants kind of just did what they wanted yet that game was shocking to me. I mean, this is – I thought they were going to kill the Giants just because of that defensive line and – you know, they're just really looking flat these first two games. I agree. You know, I understand they played Herbert, but, I mean, the Giants, they, they should have took care of business a lot easier than it was. And, eesh, I don't know what's going on. But the fact that Jones had 95 yards rushing and, you know, Barkley busted out that one long run. And, I don't know, the deep, the front seven is supposed to be their, their bread and butter for the football team. And it's looking really, really flat. So, I don't know if that – that's going to be a big concern for them moving forward. I had this team winning this division, and it's not looking too good. Yeah, I, I was uh, – Danny. I did not know Danny Dimes had some wheels in him. I thought, you know, this guy, this guy's out there running like he's Michael Vick because this dude had <laughs> almost 100 yards. So. Well, I mean, we saw him last year and against the Eagles. He took <laughs> almost took it to the house and tripped. But he's got some – he got a little bit of wheels. But do yeah. you have so much faith in Taylor Heineke? for the next two months that he's going to play? You know, it depends on who they're playing. So, like, let's see. Next week they got they got the Bills and Buffalo. Definitely not. Not Ooh. Buffalo look great. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it real quick in a bit. But, I mean, I don't see him doing good there in Buffalo. I, I really don't see him, you know, maybe the next game after that, who they got uh, looking at their schedule. They got the Falcons in Atlanta. Maybe that game. Maybe. Maybe not. But I don't have much trust in Heike. I would not pick him up as a as a waiver wire quarterback if if we're really desperate in need of a quarterback. I would probably just stick to Justin Fields, even though he's not in the field much. Yeah, they got a 
They have a tough stretch after that Atlanta game. They got New Orleans, Kansas City, Green Bay, Denver. Then the bye week. So I don't least. trust them. Yeah. To, yeah, to, they, don't trust this them. is a Cam Newton team for me. Like I said. It's not going to happen yet. <laughs> it's, it's not. I understand. But it, I don't understand why these teams are just so hesitant. Like, bro, just bring them in. Like, you're going to tell me that Davis Mills is a better quarterback than, the, than Cam Newton or – Jacob Eason is better than Cam. Like, I don't know. A bunch of teams need to bring him in, and they're not. That's just surprising. Washington, to me, they could easily run away with this division if they just had a competent quarterback. Who knows if Fitzpatrick would even play good this year? We'll never know because he got hurt. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. That stretch is going to really decide Washington's fate, you know, winning this division. Those about four or five games that I listed, so. Yeah, it's a tough game by the Giants. They should have won. They they blew it away in typical Giants fashion. So we'll see how they do. But I mean, speaking of Buffalo, real quick, God, good lord, they did just destroyed Miami. I I expected them to go in there and win that game, but not thirty-five zero. Oh lord, Josh Allen. I don't know. Josh Allen's looking a little weird to me. Maybe maybe it's just for the first half. Maybe the first you know part of the year trying to get the rust and the jitters out. But I mean. He just doesn't look like he was looking last year. I don't know. I thought this was going to be an MVP year for him. And so far, it's not looking that way. Obviously, it's two weeks. Nothing to really overreact about. But, yeah, I mean, this is more about Miami. Tua gets hurt. I don't know if he broke his ribs or whatever, but it was a rib injury. And Brissett, I mean, I know Brissett. He's mostly in there just to throw long balls. Like, not really your starting quarterback, but – He's a good backup. He should. He's just a backup, though. Not. You, know, you can't really rely on him to start. And who knows how long two is out. So I mean, yeah, it's just looking tough for Miami from here on out. But yeah, Buffalo. I mean, they Zach Moss was in the game, and now yeah, we know why. God. I feel like you know his his aunt passed away, so I feel like that's why he wasn't in the game last week. Um. So maybe that was it. I you know I, I don't want to really assume if that was the reason or not, but I, I saw that. You know, that he posted out somewhere that, you know, his aunt passed away. So, maybe that's why he was out. But he looked good. I mean, those two touchdowns he had at the goal line um, at the in the red zone. So, yeah, I mean, Buffalo, they took care of business. They beat the, the Dolphins, to say the least. And we'll see if that carries over, you know, the rest of the way. Because yes. they, look, they look really flat against the Steelers. That really concerned me. Especially everybody, you know, including myself. I had them as a big... Uh, threat to the Chiefs as far as you know contending for the AFC, but you know we'll see if they can pick it up later on in the yeah. year. Yeah, Josh Allen's value has kind of gone down a little bit since the start of the season. I I really can't tell you what it is to maybe maybe he's yeah. threat maybe he feels threatened that Mitch Trubisky's his backup and he might come for his job. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Well, well, I'm saying, I don't yeah. know. It's weird. The running game, though, I guess kind of a little bit of, of, of taking some pressure off him. The running game has been effective. I mean, yeah, single is looking a lot. This is his best year so far in two games. Which kind of sucks. Good. I passed on him for Zach Moss. But Zach Moss did get the two touchdowns this week. I know he had a yeah. fall as well. But maybe they're going to start splitting the load there. They both look good. Isaiah McKenzie looked good. Um, but I mean, on special teams. But I mean, Tua, this team, and Miami, though, even before his injury, their offense still look kind of flat to me. Uh, you know, I know the protection is just not there for Tua, which is kind of scary. Yeah. 
Um, but like even last week when they played New England, New England, they eked out that victory. I think that was just more New England kind of feeling themselves out more than Miami winning that game. So this is kind of they should be easy. They should very easily be zero and two right now. They're one and one. Uh, we'll see how they do next week. But it's just a little bit of concern out there and down in Miami. And it might this is maybe maybe this is why they wanted Deshaun Watson because of stuff like this. Of course, yeah, you can say that about a lot of teams. So. But um, yeah, let's just run through these other games real quick. I mean, Bears, Bengals. We got to see Fields because Don got hurt. Um, we'll see. I, I, like you, like you said, we 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 discussed this. the The O line is always going to be a concern. The fact that Fields is going to be out there most likely next week. Um, you know, against Cleveland, Cleveland has a good defense, so that's that's not looking good for our boy Fields. Cause I, I like Fields, man, and like I I predicted he would be in the lineup a lot sooner. I know you said maybe not just because they wanted to give him a year off, but hey, he's going to be thrown, thrown into the fire next week against Cleveland and Miles Garrett. So um, Cincinnati came back. They couldn't figure it. They couldn't uh, pull the win out. Um, you know, Broncos, Jags, I don't know if you have anything on that. I mean, that, that game was pretty boring. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, Teddy looked good. Sutton, yeah, Sutton plus. went off. Yeah. Teddy two gloves. Lawrence, I mean, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be the whole year for Lawrence. Is that he better get used to losing because this is like gonna be the Jaguars the whole year. Um quick, did you see the let's go to Cleveland Houston real quick. Did you see the play where they were third and fifteen? They got oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh my god. The Texas coach said, Oh, you know, we wanted to get a better punt. It's like, bro, get the ball back and try to get the first down. Like Oh man, like the, the, you could just tell this dude's not ready to be a coach, and it's not his fault. I mean, he didn't force them to give him the job. The Texans gave him the job, and it's like, man, I I couldn't believe that. Like you're just gonna punt the ball even though you have another chance. All right, well, that tells me all I need to know about this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, was Cle- Cleveland. Weird call there. Cleveland looked good though. They they, they started bad, but they picked, yeah, they picked it up. After. They picked it up. They ran again. Their run that run game for Cleveland is just is vicious. Like they got well almost 150 yards. Yeah, 160 yards. I mean that that's that's their bread and butter. They're gonna get OBJ back next week, so we'll see how their offense looks with all their weapons healthy. Yeah, that's the scary part is they're not even 100 percent out there just yeah. yet. We'll see how the superstar OBJ fits into this. So maybe it, it might hurt though. Maybe maybe Baker's yeah, maybe. Feel, maybe maybe Baker's gonna feel like he needs to throw some his way even though he can't or he shouldn't be. So who knows? We'll see how it does. But for now, Cleveland is one to one. Very easily <clears> should be two and out. But I mean, you take yep. what you can get. So Cleveland is and now the last game. You're you know, I know all your boys are the Cowboys fans. So um. Yeah, Dallas, L.A., weird-ass game. Really didn't feel like either team was going to win. I just thought it was going to go to overtime. It was going to be a tie. Just the way that game it was sloppy. I mean, Dallas really could do whatever they wanted, but, you know, Dak throwing those picks and, you know, Herbert throwing those picks as wide. I don't know. Just It looked really flat, but I like Pollard and Zeke. I like that, uh, that run game they have with those two. And I honestly like Pollard more now. I, I'm starting. Oh to yeah, more Pollard. Pollard, Pollard hit the holes a lot. Yeah, a lot harder than Zeke does. So I feel like eventually they're just thing. gonna. Yeah, eventually they're gonna give Pollard the, the starting role because yeah. he can't really show anything else. Because he had some bursts here and there, but for the most part, Pollard was the one that was giving the Chargers the issue. Just like last week, 
I know they didn't really want to run the ball, but still they use Pollard in a way where it's like he's a playmaker when they run the ball on that team. CD, you got to give CD the ball whenever you can because he, he, he proved it again this week. He He's dangerous when he's just running out there, just willy-nilly going crazy. But they, they almost got another – Another team that almost got a touchdown at the end of the half for laterals. You know, oh, CD took it, play. and Zeke couldn't finish it. I don't really blame that on Zeke. He didn't have any blockers, but, I mean, they almost got it. Like, this team could be a lot better than, you know, this game shows, but I feel like the, the, the Dallas Cowboys are the favorite for the East, you know, first time in a while. I just feel like all these other teams look really, really flat, and they're not really convincing me that they should win the division. Dallas, to me, what they did the what they did week one maybe that's more Tampa Bay's defense but what they did week one keeping up with them and almost eking out that win like that they're showing me a lot and they're looking good this year. Yeah, but, but uh, I mean I think the loss of the Marcus Stores is gonna hurt them big time on defense. So I I I would probably if I was a bit of man pick on the Cowboys right now to win this division, but really it can yeah. go either way with any any three of these four. I mean I'm not gonna count New York in it just yet, but. Uh, you never know. This team, this division is weak as it's been the past few years, and it's probably going to continue yeah. to be weak this year. But hey, good victory in Dallas. They, they did their thing at the end. Dak kind of disappointed me. I was hoping to get more from out of him this weekend, uh, just because I yeah. had him in my DraftKings uh, lineup. But I mean, it is what it is. He did this part. Pollard is a very underrated waiver wire pickup if you haven't done it just yet, folks. That is a good guy to pick up because he's going to continue to get in this offense, get more involved. Um, I think slowly but sure, this is kind of my bold prediction out with Dallas. I think Zeke's going to be gone this offseason. I think their Mike McCarthy mm. likes Pollard more. I think he's kind of adjusting with him more out there with snaps. So um, if you can't, if you don't have to pay the guy in Zeke, you might as well just you know let him go and save some money on the cap side. So I don't know. Just keep an eye out on something like that. But the offense looks great as always. Uh, they're getting their pieces back on the offensive line. So just just kind of watch out for Dallas there. But I'm still not going to. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be expecting much on their defense, but Chargers, man, should have won this game. Just as I said, yeah, they, when you're at home, you got to yep. win these close games. Yeah, they really just – they blew it. Like I said, it didn't really feel like any team wanted to win that game. You know, Herbert, Herbert just forced a couple throws and, you know, got those picks. But that Trayvon Diggs interception, I like that. Diggs is looking a lot better this year. I know last year was a tough rookie season, but – um. You know, he's looking good this year, these first two games. So, yeah, you know, maybe that'll help Dallas a little bit more. Not, not having Lawrence on the edge for them, but um, yeah, the Chargers, they, they got the Chiefs next week, so we'll see what they can do. But uh, they, they really should have won that game. I was disappointed that they lost, but uh, you know, it is what it is. And then you want to talk about the Packers Lions, I'm not yes, surprised they, they blew them out. I mean, what so we expect, surprised like, that, kind of surprised Detroit held on as long as he did. Yeah, they were up for a bit, and then, you know, floodgates opened, and, you know, Aaron Jones went off, Adams finally got it going, I mean, and this offense kind of clicked, but I'm not really taking too much into this. This is a game they should have won easily, and they did, and, you know, I, I want to see Green Bay against good competition. They got San Francisco next week. I want I want to see what, what they do. I mean, this is the problem with the Packers every year. Once they play playoff caliber teams, it's, you know, they're nowhere to be found, so... You know, they got the 49ers, Steelers coming up. So, we'll see what they do against those defenses. But, yeah, I'm not too surprised. I don't know about you, but, you know, Packers doing what they did this week. Yeah, I mean. That's After laying an egg in, against really, the Saints. 
There's really not been much cover there for Monday Night Football this no. week. Uh, I mean, Packers did their thing. Rodgers did his thing. The whole, all, this, all the superstars in Green Bay did their part. So, I mean, you know, Lions are going to continue to lose games. They're going to just try to find a way to, to improve. And uh, with the new coach, Campbell, there. So, I mean, Green Bay had to win this game, and they did, rightfully so. So, really nothing much to talk about there. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, we two in the books. Yeah, I mean, uh, any surprises fun. for you? Any surprises this week, you said? Like player performances, teams winning, just anything? Uh, just big, uh, to me, the big surprise is just like you like you said, I mean, um, the Raiders winning in Pittsburgh was kind of a shocker. Yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen. I mean, shout out to all the Raider fans that are listening. But um, that's pretty much it. I mean, another big one, just Danny Dimes, man, playing his heart out this Thursday night. I, yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen. Like, good Lord, he, he played like it was a Super Bowl out there, so. Those are really two of the big surprises uh, this weekend for me. I guess Carolina winning, the, not winning, but kind of destroying New Orleans like they did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we'll that. Yeah, those are mine. I, like I said, the Raiders winning. And also, Zach Wilson, I understand his defense is good, but throwing four picks. I mean, if you were to see some of the picks he was throwing, Mike, he was throwing it right to our corner. I mean, there was a couple JC where J.C. Jackson, yeah, 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 he got two. He got two of them. The second one, it was like he was running the route, not the receiver. I mean, it was, it was just bad. So, you know, we'll see if that's uh, that's really going to – the way the way the season is going to play out for Wilson. But I, I feel like he's going to pick it up eventually. I know we have them third place in the AFC, so we'll see if that holds. But um, yeah, like we said, like, the defenses are good, man. I, I, the, if Carl Lawson was healthy, man, this, this defense would be so much different yes, with Carl Lawson on the edge, so. Yeah, fun fact, um, J.C. Jackson has had an interception in each of his last three games versus the Jets. So, um, yeah. you know, put on put Bunny on the on the Patriots defense anytime time they play the Jets because you are guaranteed to have an interception against Zach Wilson <laughs> later this year in New England. But, yeah, that should be covering it, man. This week was a fun week. Like I said, kind of yeah. more football, more entertaining than last than the first week. I think first week we were just excited to have football back, and this one now we're kind of yeah. getting – kind of getting into it more and more with the logistics <clears throat> and the analysis and stuff like that. So week three, uh, before I let you go, man, what is the one game you're looking forward to for week three? The most the Bucks, Bucks Rams. Yes, I, I want to see that. It's going to be the NFC championship preview right there in my books, my eyes. Yeah. That is like that, game. that to me, that to me, I, I'm not really going to take anything away from either team, win or loss, win or lose, you know, like I just want to see some good football. That's going to be a good game. So I'm just excited about that one. And if, Obviously, that's the obvious choice, but if you give me another one, I want to see Saints-Patriots. I mean, those two teams, have the really weird games the first two weeks for both teams, so we're really going to learn a lot from both of those those teams, young QBs. I mean, you know, James isn't really young, but, you know, different offense, and we'll see what happens. I'm really looking forward to those two games. Yeah, mine's I don't know about you. Another one that I, I mean, I agree with both, but another one I kind of want to look at is Chargers-Chiefs. Chargers look decent. I mean, they're they're good. So I want to see how they compete with Kansas City in Kansas City. Uh, so uh, and how they respond. Yeah. Also, uh, let's see Fields. So I want to see how Fields does his first game starting against I mean, Cleveland. Gonna, so yeah, it's gonna be, be tough, but I want to see how he how he responds. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I mean, hey, but, we're gonna talk about these next next week. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Week three is gonna be great. Got great football to watch. Get good primetime games. Um, Eagles Cowboys. That's going to be the latest one right there, Monday Night Football. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Anything else you want to add? Nah, that's it. Right on, right on, man. Take us home.
All right, well, hey, we'll be back soon. We're trying to record other episodes, but make sure to follow our social medias. Strider Sports Inferno. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Oh, peace. Peace. <laughs>